Hi, you're listening to Ready to Scale, the second season of That Really Happened. This season is focused on APS of real estate, asset, process, and strategy. Each guest on the show will reveal the assets they're investing and why they chose to do so. From multifamily to industrial, self-storage, mobile home parks, and more. Then, they'll uncover the processes, tools, and systems they've used to build multi-million dollar businesses. And finally, they'll uncover new, unique, and exciting strategies to invest in real estate. From co-working to buy and hold, fix and flips, co-living, and much, much more. Now let's get the show started. Hey everyone, this is Ellie Perlman in another episode and today I want to talk about how is it possible that Atlanta rents are still going up. So today is actually November 10th, we're a few days after the elections are over and you know I'm looking at the different markets, the different real estate markets in the US right now and some markets, you know, the rents when, when I'm talking about rents, I'm looking at the rents today in November compared to pre-COVID rents. Because it seems like the world has changed to, you know, pre-COVID and during COVID. So pre-COVID in most markets, the rents are about the same level as the rents today or, you know, they used to be higher before COVID hit for obvious reasons. Because we have more people that cannot pay their rent, so the supply is the same, but demand is decreasing. So that basically creates that gap. So some markets have lower rents than before COVID. Now, there are a handful of markets today that have such an amazing demand that actually the rents are increasing compared to pre-COVID. So, you know, I own Blue Lake Capital and we own multifamily properties across the U.S. And in Atlanta, MSA alone, we own about 744 units. Now, rents have been increasing during COVID across all of our assets there. And that's a very you know, interesting phenomenon. And for me, you know, I'm a conservative investor, but I'm also extremely passionate about data and trends are fascinating to me. So I really have to understand what's behind the trend, what's behind, you know, the numbers that are changing or not changing, what drives them, because that makes me a smarter investor. Once I understand what's going on behind the scene, I know how to implement business plans and decisions in my business to increase profitability and to push the bottom line up. So when it comes to rents pre and during COVID, Atlanta's rents actually have surpassed pre-COVID levels, which means that the demand is increasing. So on our properties, I can tell you that we broke a record last week where we're still renovating units, we're still renting the units to tenants, and we're pushing rents. And last week, my team has increased rents by almost 40%. So we're talking about 38, 39%, and that's about $375 increase during COVID. And the fact that, you know, I'm looking at our other assets in Texas and Florida, and I'm looking at our, on our assets and the performance in Atlanta, and Atlanta is really a phenomenal market. We do see an increase across the board of rents. And that made me pause and say, what is happening in Atlanta? What's going on? It can't just be 
you know, my team, there's got to be, of course, my team is very strong. I'm a very hands-on operator, but it's got to be more to it because a hands-on operator can get, you know, five, 7% increase, 10% rent increase during COVID, 40%. There's something else going on here. So I was looking at the data and several things that I've discovered about the Atlanta market is something that I want to share with you as well. So what I found out is that Atlanta is actually the number two, the second destination for people who are leaving New York. And we all know that since COVID hit New York pretty hard, you know, early this year, you have a lot of New Yorkers fleeing New York, which is something I never thought I would ever see in my lifetime. So the number one destination when I was reading a research and the research was looking at where do people move right now? The number one destination for people who left New York was Miami. And the surprising second was actually Atlanta. So, and it makes a lot of sense, right? I mean, Atlanta might not be as, you know, interesting and fun and hip like Miami, but the climate is very decent. You know, you have very nice weather in Atlanta most of the year, with the exception of very heavy rainfalls here and there. You have a lot of companies that move there and the, the job market is very strong and it's an affordable state. So people from New York were probably looking at what their money can get them, you know, the five or six or $4,000 a month they pay for rent. They saw what they can get in Miami. And some of them were looking at more affordable options because obviously Atlanta is more affordable than Miami. And a lot of them had, you know, moved actually to Atlanta. So Atlanta gained over 6,600 people in net migration, meaning that's the surplus of people that joined the MSAs after you have some people that left, it's a net of over 6,600 people in Q2 alone. We still don't have the numbers for Q3, and I'm sure it's going to be a much higher number because Q2 was just the beginning, you know, well, not the beginning of COVID, but it wasn't as bad as Q3. So I think that this trend is going to continue and we're going to see more demand in Atlanta, but that really helps explaining what's happening in Atlanta, why rents are actually increasing. And it's something that I don't take for granted because I'm assuming that, you know, assets are not going to perform as well. And so that I think that's also, you know, one of the reasons why it's very important to buy in the right area and to buy the right asset class. So I focus on class B assets, which is normally, if you're looking at vintage, it's 1980 to 2000, maybe 2005. So not the oldest assets in the block, but not the high and newest asset classes. So I focus on class B assets where you have some value add component to it, where you can basically improve the operations, renovate the units and push rents. And what's important during COVID, it was important before COVID, but it's even more important today is to buy in an area that has very solid tenant base. So the assets that we own, well, first and foremost, the tenant base is diverse, so they don't work only in one industry. So the exposure to COVID is lower. But in addition, we tend to buy in areas where the household income is solid enough. So you know, when COVID hit, we know that our, or at least we hope that our tenants are going to be less impacted by COVID compared to C and D assets that, you know, on paper, the returns can look great, but then there's a limit to how much you can raise rents 
in a property where the average household income is $28,000 a year, $32,000 a year. It's, it's a bit more challenging. When the economy is booming, when you can do that, it's a great asset. It's cash flowing like crazy. But when things are not so good, then you really want to be in the type of asset class that is basically solid. It might not generate such high returns, but it's still solid. And if you're looking at a market that is a growing market like Atlanta, Atlanta has a lot, you know, going on for it. So, you know, as I mentioned, we have people moving in. They started moving to Atlanta even before COVID. It's just, I think the process is a lot faster during COVID. It just expedited the process. People move to Atlanta because of the weather, because the affordability, because there's a lot of, you know, job options and job opportunities there. And when you read the map, when you look at all those data points, this is how you, you know, make a decision where you want to buy. And that's why Lena is one of, you know, in my opinion, the best, most solid markets out there, especially today when we have so many people migrating to Atlanta, so many options there. And that's what I wanted to share with you, kind of explaining how is it possible that some markets like Atlanta have rents that have surpassed pre-COVID rents. And I hope that that made sense. Of course, there are other very strong markets out there. And I think looking at how a specific MSA or a CD performed during COVID is a very, very good, I think, indication of how the asset, how the market is going to perform moving forward. That's all for today. Be bold, be strong, and keep pushing forward. And I'll see you on the next episode. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.